Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Today's episode, the Football Card Hall of Fame that Ray Fonio, Bart Bartholomew, and Scott Nathan have put forth. This is the inaugural class, 45 names on the ballot. I went through mine, and we had a great discussion. But thanks, sponsors, Tops Panini Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. Thanks, guys, for uh, doing the work. Really looking forward to the football card Hall of Fame inaugural class. Ray, did Bart and Scott immediately come to mind when you were contemplating another separate Hall of Fame? Yes. I've been watching Bart and Scott for years, and they're extremely knowledgeable when it comes to football cards and vintage football cards. That was a no-brainer for me. When you still have players that are active and you're considering them for the Hall of Fame, it's hard to know where to draw the line. You might draw the line at 2000 because everybody except one person, I think, is retired. We were open to those modern cards to a certain degree, but we did build the ballot of 45 cards knowing that we were going after the inaugural class. We were looking for staying power and the Brady and the Rogers are the most recent cards. We're leaning towards the vintage, especially for the first 10 coming in the Hall of Fame, but we don't want to leave some blind spots out there. I see a distinction between Brady and Rogers in that Brady really belongs because he should be retired and might be retired or he might change his mind. <laughs> but Rogers also might be retired or he might change his mind or change teams. Rogers is very worthy. There's no question about that. But in this inaugural class, we talked about having Brady and Rogers in there just because they're bona fide first ballot Hall of Famers already. And they both have 20 years plus of service in the NFL. That's why we stuck with just those two players and then kind of went back more vintage from there. Basically, depending on who the voters are, if they're a general football fan collector that collects a span of cards, they may collect vintage mainly, but there's recency bias. They're still seeing Rodgers and Brady, and they have most of the last two decades. I think that gives them a boost. I'm wondering if the better Brady and the Rodgers are going to be in your inaugural class. I had Brady in, but not Rodgers, even though Rodgers is a guaranteed in, but not necessarily this time. For sure. We didn't just go after the players that were on the cards, too. It's the cards themselves and the issues. The two Bradys that popped in, obviously the price points that they started to garner after those Super Bowls, just football all of a sudden was mainstream a part of the hobby as opposed to a distant backseat to baseball. So that's pretty significant. The 2000 SP being a numbered print run, that was relatively new at the time. Contenders, on-card autos, that's not the first year of them, but that was very big deal and it was consistently a big deal for years. And then 05... Chrome was not obviously not the first big year for Topps Chrome, but they became the leader for sure that year and about 10 years consecutive after that as far as the top set. Those were definite things, especially with all the parallels you can get for 05 Chrome. That was a big deal starting then with refractors and things. Not just the players, but those issues made a big impression on us for what we were including on the ballot. When I'm trying to figure out who I would vote for or what would make the Hall of Fame really special, I think of a year. And like you guys, I collect everything. I've always had all the sports. In the year 2000, if I bought a collection and there were 2,000 cards in there, regardless of sport, I would hope there's a Brady in there, okay? Whether it's baseball, basketball, or anything. 1986, regardless of sport, I want Jerry Rice. And I actually only want him if he's in really good condition, but a tough card, but it's a tough card in great shape. If it's a 1965 card, now maybe I'd want a mantle, 
but really I'd want to name it. Of all the 65 cards of any tall boy, I also would like that in, in nice condition too. So when you go through those years, then regardless of whether it's baseball, basketball, or football, to me, that's part of what makes the card an automatic Hall of Famer. In fact, those cards would be in the sports card hall. Ray had decided, like I had to decide 30-something years ago, to do a magazine for each sport. But if there was a multi-sport Hall of Fame, those three, for example, would already be in there. I did not vote for any of the sport kings, even though Thorpe, I think, is more worthy. But Grange is very worthy, too. But it's a multi-sport set. When you think of sport kings, you'd probably think of the Ruth. Chickle, I picked Nagurski over Rockney back in the earliest days of collecting. In the 70s, Nagurski was the card. Again, that was 50 years ago. But Nagurski's a high number, much tougher than Rockney. Rockney is the bigger name in the hobby. I've got no argument from us on that one. Yeah, I think okay. we were both heavy on the Nagurski one, but uh, um, we've way, seen the popularity way, of Rockney, way, so we I gave it a tip of the hat. I didn't vote for any of the Leaf. Each one competes with the other. You know, so yeah. I can figure That's out fair. which one. Maybe Bednarik is tougher. He was great. He was feared. Right behind your right shoulder. (laughs) On the four Bowmans, Autogram will be in, but not this time. Autogram, two points I want to make. Number one, he was a winner. He was terrific. But number two, his supporting cast was pretty spectacular. In fact, that was a team that was assembled in a different league and then brought over to the NFL intact with a whole bunch of Hall of Famers, but still, he was great. He was a winner. Landry, sentimentally, his house is a block away, a great coach and a great player, which people yeah. don't realize. And he was an assistant coach with Lombardi with the Giants. And those are two of the greatest coaches of our lifetimes. Yeah. I, uh, so I have Landry in, Graham has to wait. Lansford is in the football card Hall of Fame for no-name players. He's first ballot, okay? The last card in the set, frequently found miscut, and not even found very often. Um, So I would make Lansford wait. Gifford wait as well, although, again, very worthy. He was a great player. And Benaric was never the same after that. So maybe I'll put them in together, putting Gifford in. Thorpe, Hudson, and the Four Horsemen. Four Horsemen is my choice. Kind of the first football multiplayer card that had some meaning. Hudson's a high number, again, a Packer, and a first great receiver, probably. And Thorpe ought to be in there, but again, that's pretty far past his career. Ninus over Star and Horning, I think that's what most people think. Star would get in next, Horning would have to wait. Jim Brown, if I got a bunch of 58 cards and they were football and baseball, I'd be looking to see if there's a Jimmy Brown in there. Yeah, of course. Saw him play. He was amazing. He was really better than everybody else. Like the best athlete on the field, even. Yeah. The multi-sport talent in Syracuse, I think he could have played any sport. I saw in college, and sentimentally, I would pick him, I think, in the upper grades, because that'd be a great card. Tarkenton, same thing. Lenny Dawson, Lance Allworth, Nitschke. I make all those guys wait. I get to Namath. And Namath is absolutely first ballot. There's a guy here in Dallas. He's bought over the last 15 years every Namath that he's seen. Well known for having a horde of Namaths and some of the finest high grade ones. And he was in it before the run-up. Butkus and Sayers. I have Sayers over Butkus. But I'm making both of them wait. No offense, Ray, but Philadelphia gum just does not get very much respect. And <laughs> that's it's quite a, right. Very legit card company, but uh, no. Simpson again, it's a card Hall of Fame. He would not get in the regular Hall of Fame now, 
based on public sentiment. Bradshaw, I pick Staubach over Bradshaw. Some people in Pittsburgh would probably go the other way, but Bradshaw will eventually get in. Staubach, a great guy and a great mm-hmm. quarterback. Peyton, absolutely first ballot. Okay, and same thing. Look at 76 cards. What 76 baseball player is better than Walter Payton? Nobody. I don't think he's a short print, but maybe I just ran across bad batches. Montana, I got Montana in on the first ballot too. Hey. Similar thing, 81 tops something. Yeah. What would I rather have? I'm that's arguing the only card better than anybody print. baseball <laughs> yeah. or basketball. Again, in great condition, that's a fabulous card. I make LT weight, Marino and Elway. I have Marino over Elway, but both of them waiting. I'd like to bring them in together. Um, yeah, good point. White has passed away now. The nice thing about the USFL card, to me, that's an XRC because it's a box set, mm-hmm. but very legit. I think that'll eventually go in. And again, I see your football card Hall of Fame, just like the baseball Ray, as being educational. It's mm-hmm. who the players are, but what sets they're in, how the sets came out. So there's right. a narrative that I think is good. I wasn't going to pick Barry if I wasn't going to pick Emmett. <laughs> Again, I'm showing my <laughs> cowboy bias, but both of those are great cards, but I'm going to make them wait. Same with Favre. It'll eventually get in. Peyton Manning, even with his media prominence, I'm making him wait, too. Probably does not get enough respect. He's so oh, self-deprecating. Yeah. He was a great quarterback. Yeah. He have the strongest arm, but he was a brilliant quarterback, and he should get in probably next time. So overshadowed by Brady, and that's really not fair to him. Uh, Randy Moss, one of the greatest receivers I've ever seen. I'm making him wait too. And Brady's in with the contenders. I think, again, same thing. When you think of a playoff contenders card, that's the first thing that comes to mind. It's just been headlines. A huge card in any condition. And Aaron Rodgers, first ballot, regular Hall of Fame, second ballot for football card right. hall. If he retires, it helps his case. I don't think he's going to retire. I think he's going to go somewhere and wherever he goes, He's liable to really add to his resume. True. I like your philosophy on just looking at the year in general for all four sports. And that's a good helping point to try and determine what car would get in. Like when you say 65 or 76, I can't think of anything else in 76. The Dennis Eckersley's not going to outbeat the Walter Payton. <laughs> so I like that philosophy a lot. I like it too for guys like us. But again, you're not requiring people to fill out a form that qualifies them. It's not Baseball Writers Association where you have to be a member in good standing for 15 years. The other thing on the rookie cards, again, just philosophical, when there's a huge drop-off between the first year and the second year, Brady, all his cards are collected, but 2000 is... and That's it. Peyton, same thing. If you have a 77 Peyton, you think, oh, that's a great card. It's a second-year card. Huge drop-off, okay? In fact, the only guy that doesn't have a huge drop-off is Mickey Mantle, I think, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah, and I liked your point on Tom Landry. A lot of people just consider him as a coach and don't realize he was actually a, a really great player as well. I think it's not okay in any Hall of Fame to get in, and this is a little bit of the Dusty Baker problem, for you guys in the Baseball Hall of Fame is that until he won the World Series, I think put him over the top. Yeah, Basically, he was a good player, but not a great player. And he probably was a great manager, but not recognized unless you go all the way. If Tom Landry had been a pretty good coach and a pretty good player, but no, he was an all-pro DB without speed. He was slow. He was brilliant. So he knew where to be. And again, the character stuff, I think some of the Cowboy teams – he was a good judge of character and skill. 
true. He and Lombardi both kind of revolutionized that coaches matter. If a coach wins 51% of their games, what are you going to say? And in baseball, some of the best have only won 55% of their games. Managers. I take that into consideration too, even just for the regular Hall of Fame. If a player might have been a good player, but then if he really elevated in managing the combination of the two together, you know, it helps out a lot. Like Kirk Gibson, he went on a managing career and it was ups and downs. But if there's a sports moment Hall of Fame, he's first ballot sports career. And I think we're talking about looking at his cards, the player and all that stuff. So you guys have done a great job of making it tough for the yeah. people that are voting. Well, that's Barton Scott. That's why I picked them to run the football card Hall of Fame and kudos to them. I have a pretty decent knowledge of football cards, but they know. Bart's a 49ers fan and Scott's a Packers fan. When you picked Joe Montana, I'm sure Bart was <laughs> thrilled. <laughs> no, he's going in on the Chiefs. Cut your heart out. Mm. Actually, Steve Young could make a case for his youth part too. Right. Eventually. Yeah, Yeah, you mentioned it with a couple of other sets. They start to split votes on you. And we'd seen that already. We'd talked about 84 tops with Marino and and Elway right before that and the 48 Leafs and stuff. So we just wanted to go with one on the the first ballot. And so we went with the Reggie White. Doing that with my card wall, I don't want to have too many from any one set. Really trying to not have more than one per player, just as you guys do. In the Football Card Hall of Fame, you want to give people a representative sample of what a great hobby this is. Question on the Reggie White. You would think that the USFL wine over his 86 tops would be definitely the one i think it should be the usfl one that some people were questioning about i like his regular nfl but i agree i think the usfl one is worthy two years later it's much much easier to get and it's a what i used to put down is like rc asterisk which is that's been discontinued but it's just a rookie for pack pull but mm-hmm. that's two years later. He already was recognized as a star by the time he came into the NFL from the USFL. Yeah, yeah it gets watered down because he's got an 85 USFL as well. And everybody likes seeing a card that says showboats on it. Just oh, puts a little smirk good. on your face. I'm curious, Jim, who your honorable mentions would be, players we may have missed. I would encourage you to do as an exercise, which I haven't done. And try to figure out what's the best football card of every year. But for 66 tops... The best card might be Namath, but that almost disqualifies the other 66s. When you can't think of what the best card is of that year, it's probably not a Hall of Famer. Now, three or four years from now, guys, I don't think you're going to be struggling because you've already got 45 right here. 